0: Welcome back to Overcomplicated. This is episode four. I've got another fun one for you. Um, we should we should probably do a serious one for episode five. Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's probably good. It'll probably be good to alternate, but... Oh, anyway, too late. Too late now. Anyway, um, our episode today, uh, just so you guys know, Karrity, Tim, and I, we are nerds. in
1: hundred percent. And we
0: cover pretty much the entire spectrum of nerddom, right? I yes. said I wanted to write a math book. Yeah, like, (laughs) you remember episode episode three? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, like, video games, board games, cinema, like, the whole spiel, we like to nerd. So, we thought we'd do an episode on our top ten games of all time. Now, games, um, this is a broad category. We are including video games, uh, board games, um, computer games... I have some um, sport. Some sports? Because right. those are
1: just games.
0: Right, right.
1: Oh, I didn't think about that.
2: Yeah. I almost <laughs> didn't. And then I was yeah. like, oh, wait. Yeah. So I didn't include those. That's
0: gotcha. so sad.
2: That's fair. Okay, so
0: an almost all-inclusive game please, <laughs> for some of us. <laughs> but
2: Thanks. Disclaimer, um, these are also not right. in, like, at least mine, are not in, like, all-time favorite second time favorite third like these are mm-hmm. like top 10 but they are no like actual order um, gotcha. because I
0: cannot do that I enjoyed too many things gotcha so for me it, it's kind of like a tier list almost so I do have like 10 in a row but like 10 nine eight are pretty equal you know and then like seven six five four three two. And the number one is actually pretty solidly number one for me. Um, but other than that, they're kind of like they're kind of grouped together. So two, three, four is kind of the same. Five, six, you know. Mm-hmm. Cody, I thought long and hard about this while wow, Cora was
1: napping on me. Yeah. <laughs> so m- I compared each game to the other game, and mine is a very definitive list. All right. <laughs> one through ten. <laughs> there, <laughs> there we okay. go. So what I lack in including <laughs> all games, I make up for in exactness. Okay. <laughs> <All right.
0: laughs> nice. Alrighty, so I think what we're (coughs) going to do is to start this episode, each of us is just going to read off our top 10 ascending, so lowest to highest, Um, and then we're going to talk about each of them because there's probably some overlap for some of us on these lists. 100%. Um, Most likely. So, who wants to do theirs first?
2: I'll go first. Alright. And once again, mine are not... In that kind of order. I just <coughs> could not do that. <clears throat> um, so my top ten are Bloodborne. Mm. It's a FromSoft game. Mm-hmm. Fantastic game. Oh, yeah. um, Ethnos. Just mm. a really fun game. Easy to learn. But then there is still some strategy to it. Um, so experienced players, new players. It's still a very fun game. Destiny One, um, I put arguably <laughs> way too many hours into Destiny One. No um, such thing. No such, <laughs> such thing. So, but that is very near and dear. Uh, age of Empires Two Ooh. with the Conquerors expansion yes. is just the fantastic. Um, Dark Souls One,
0: mm.
2: I kind of wanted to do all Dark Souls games together but i think dark souls one specifically is just nothing beats the first time you go in and fight ornstein and small like that just they are just a brutal boss fight and it's so much fun mm. um football american football mm. not european not soccer football <laughs> um, <laughs> i want to make that very clear <laughs> Not soccer. American football. <laughs> That's fair. Physicality. <laughs> um, not fragility. Physicality, not <laughs> fragility. <laughs> exactly. Uh, dare base. Ooh, Camp um, Classic. We can go over the rules of that yeah. um, later. Horizon Zero Dawn. One, like, arguably my... One of my absolutely favorite open world games of all time um battle the original battlefront one and two i put those together but the original ones Mm -hmm. xbox just so much fun oh yeah and then a lot and then also halo and that Mm. encompasses halo one two three and reach for me oh man
0: Um, the fantastic yes so good Oh, right. That's awesome. And can confirm, there is some overlap. <laughs> so, all right. So for me, starting from the bottom going up. All right. Confession time. So one of the things you might not know about Overcomplicated is that sometimes we have to do multiple recordings for the same episode. And this was one of them. So um, my list is a little different. Because I got a new board game. Um, I love this game. And not only that, I also had Cody play the board game within that three weeks. And it changed up his list a little bit, too. Anyway, um, so the list you're about to hear from us is not entirely accurate. So, yeah, my bad. Anyway, here's the rest of the episode. Um, we have The Last of Us, parts one and two. Which, for those of you who know about that game, the part two part is probably controversial. (laughs) controversial. I'll explain that later. Um, And then number nine, I have The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Mm. You could play as Aragorn, Gimli, Legolas, Gandalf, Frodo, Sam, Mary Pippin, the whole crew. Uh, The graphics have not been kind over the years, because it looks (laughs) awful. But I would go back and play through that game in one setting. Absolutely. 100%. Um, After that, Horizon Zero Dawn, like Tim said. Fantastic, glorious game. Excellent story. Beautiful world building. Oh my gosh. And then finally going into board games here. Well, kind of board games. I have A Song of Ice and Fire, the tabletop miniatures game. Um, It was my introduction into wargaming, and I love it. I also love the world there. Number six, Scythe. Board game. So, if you're a Great board game. game nerd, you've heard of that game. <laughs> Great. You're probably game. applauding, right? Now. It's like, ah, excellent choice. Merchants of Marauders. This one is not nearly known as well as Scythe, but mm-hmm. That's a good solid one. pirate game. Um, and then for number four, I actually have combined Elden Ring and Dark Souls. <clears throat> Dark Souls for the nostalgia, and Elden Ring because it was the newest game that just came out. And that game is just. Awesome. An absolute masterpiece. Yeah. In in its genre and what it does and what it sought to do, it did that and more. Mind boggling. 100%. If anything, it's the game that got me to not buy the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Which is saying something. Which is saying something (laughs) because that was close. Yeah. Oh, man. Number three, and for those of you who know me personally, this might come as a surprise that this is number three and not number one. Dungeons and Dragons, Mm. the role-playing game. I thought about putting that on. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. forgot that existed. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, um, and this is the only superhero one on the list, Marvel's Spider-Man that came out for the PlayStation. Mm. Very Um, very good. The story, the acting, the gameplay, beautiful, perfect. I loved it. It is my favorite version of (laughs) Spider-Man across all universes. Wow. Except maybe Miles Morales and his movie, <laughs> um, Into the Spider Verse. That was actually that was really good. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> number one um, would be Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition. That's what I figured. It's yeah. a board game. Yep. I love it. The fastest I have played that game is an hour and a half, and the longest would be eight hours. Yeah. No, it was ten. Oh, it was like twelve. Was it really twelve hours? Oh yeah. I mean, not in one setting. We took a nap, but like yeah, it, it was it twelve was, hours. Wasn't yeah,
1: it? but we took a nap at like six a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, it was twelve yeah. hours. Yeah, uh, but so, all, all, all anything, to consider, like, I would definitely play that game twelve hours in a row again. hundred yeah. percent. It's it's a crazy oh, game. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Cody,
1: top ten? um, so mine. Um, I don't have a game system currently. I've not had Mm. one for a while. Mm. So I don't have nearly as many up-to-date current games, or video games at least. Um, But I I definitely lean a lot heavier on the board game side. Mm. Um, So starting at the bottom, number 10 was Portal 2. Mm. Um, I really really liked that game. Um, It was just like a complete mind-boggling experience yes and i actually have some nostalgia behind that with a buddy in
0: college yeah so, yeah. so a little yeah. bit of nostalgia too because mm-hmm. yeah. i played
1: it with my brother growing up mm. um but yeah good game uh next one definitely hits the nostalgia for me mm. um roller coaster tycoon yeah. oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> yeah. yeah it's wow. yeah. on the list 100 yeah, nice. um so next one um twilight imperium thanks to jackson um, didn't make it nearly as high on my list uh, but okay. it is still a phenomenal game. Right right. You've now. also played it like twice. twice, maybe three times. Maybe
0: have yeah. you played it twice? We played once at your house. Uh, just twice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got to set up number three. Uh, yeah, Clearly. <laughs> uh,
1: so that, <clears throat> number eight, Twilight Imperium. Um, number seven, uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill. Mm. That's a I'm great one yeah. because it is never the same game. They released. Third edition of that recently. Did they? Yeah. I didn't know that. All right. I did know So I've played the Legacy That's, version of it. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal Legacy. Oh, nice. um, But I did not know they had a third edition. But uh, I'll have to check it out. Put that on your Christmas list. Uh, I will. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it right now. <clears throat> uh, so this one is going to be a shock probably to you all. Number six is Minecraft.
2: I really? almost put Minecraft what? on mine. So, so it's, it's because it's In
1: part because it is a really great sandbox game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, another yeah. one of those games that. It can look like whatever you want it to, hmm. and again, also nostalgia. Right. Um, but I think just the idea and the concept of it, the simplicity of it, makes hmm. it beautiful. Just, yes, that, right. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, speaking of simplicity, this next one is a very old game. Uh, so number five is chess. Ah, just wow, normal yeah, chess, mm-hmm. like no gimmicks, just black white. Here we go. Yeah. Um, nice. Number four. I've only ever played this game once, but it was that good. Oh, wow. Star Wars Uh, X-Wing. The war game uh, with the Star Wars spacecraft. I wasn't expecting us to have two war games on all of our lists. (laughs) That's exciting. Phenomenal game. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The other three I feel like are very not classics in terms of, like, old games, but Mm -hmm. classics in terms of if you know what a board game is Mm -hmm. and you've passed... If you've surpassed my number three, Catan. Mm -hmm. I always say Catan's, like, the gateway game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 100%. If you play Catan and love it, like, you are now introduced into the depths of board gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So number three is Catan. Any and every expansion. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great game. Yes. Uh, It just is. And it's another one of those games that Will not look. Yeah, you can have the same strategy, but you will always have a different board. Like it yeah. is yeah. mathematically, I assure you, mathematically mm-hmm. next to impossible to have eight mm-hmm. identical board, ever. Right. Um, <clears throat> number two, Gloomhaven. Mm. Phenomenal game as well. I about that, yeah. Super extremely long campaign. There's like a hundred okay. different sessions you can have. Each session's its okay. own dungeon yes. crawl. It's okay. I've, he- it's I've a lot. heard of it but
0: I've never. It, so if you've been intimidated by Dungeons and Dragons and you kind of want to know how to yeah. get into it Gloomhaven is actually a great introduction because yeah. it's complicated enough to kind of get you into it but it's also so set in its rules
1: It's it can it's, be difficult yeah. to get started because there are so many rules and yeah. structures yeah. but there are so many rules and structures yeah. there's a rule and setting basically for everything in the game oh wow so like there's no, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, th- and you can like yeah. if oh no these are too hard okay reduce the difficulty and you like right. turn the dials oh no it's too easy okay turn them the opposite way like yeah. super straightforward just a lot of things going at the same time to okay. make it complicated because there's a lot of straightforward things <laughs> mm-hmm, it's just nice. keeping everything in its own box yeah okay. and number one um, as Jackson's already alluded to scythe phenomenal game yeah. I cannot say yeah. enough about it I I yeah. love that game it's Phenomenal. For anyone True. that doesn't know what it is, its is, I've described it as a risk combined with Catan, combined with a Monopoly. Mm-hmm. You get the most um, gold at the end, and you win. It's really simple. It's, right.
0: Yeah. Which sounds really simple, that it's like just have the most gold. <laughs> but there's so it's, many ways to do that. Yeah, it's
1: ridiculous. definitely not yeah. that straightforward. Also, Scythe has another phenomenal campaign.
0: Um, I've does, played through it yeah, once. I forgot about that.
1: Phenomenal campaign. Oh, yeah.
0: All right, so those are our top 10. If you don't want to hear us talk about it, just turn it off now. We're done. Um, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're going to go into the nitty-gritty of each of these. Some of these, like, I know on my end, are not going to require a lot of explanation. In fact, oddly enough, some of my <laughs> earlier ones require more explanation than the later ones. Yeah. Um, so who wants... Do we want to just go back in the same order? Yeah. Back to like, so like 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, 9? Yeah, 8, 8, Okay, that's okay. a
2: good idea. Cool. Okay. Um, so technically, on my list would technically be Halo. Uh, mm-hmm. that was just the last one I thought of. It's pretty straightforward. Um, if you know anything about first person shooters, um, old generation, or even up to current mm-hmm. uh, platforms, PlayStation, PC, yeah. Xbox, all of those, um, Halo is a pretty straightforward and it Halo, the first Halo. And then even the two and three, a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of did a lot to revolutionize the first person shooter okay. in a lot of ways. Um, Halo
0: walked so that Call of Duty could run the same game for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, so for me,
2: it was <coughs> Halo, I think, was the first first person <laughs> shooter that I yeah. ever played. <clears throat> and it just stuck out. There's just a feeling of going to, playing through the campaign in the original and making it to the library, Yeah, and you go halfway through, and then it's like, oh no, there's a million flood, where do I go in this labyrinth? <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, just super fun. I remember fun. many a night, staying up till like 2, 3 in the morning, beating it on Legendary. Mm. Which is just... Which is crazy. Oh man. Yeah, and yeah, it really had everything. It's like, you know, so sci-fi the world building was great you're shooting up aliens one minute and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it's a zombie game yeah (laughs) and it works perfectly nothing mechanically changed except for like the enemies yeah so halo was awesome yeah yeah
1: completely Mm. opposite of the spectrum yeah cannot stand halo Really? Really? Nope. Uh, Me and my brother had Halo 4. Mm. Um, Uh, Okay. Okay. That that may explain. (laughs) But like any time that I've actually played with like other groups of people on multiplayer, like Mm. original Halo, Halo 2, hate it. It
2: is a Mm. vastly different experience because a lot of people are used to the faster paced of like Call of Duty or something where it's like you shoot somebody like three or four times and you know, they're going down. Halo is like, okay, you shot three or four times. Okay, they still have three quarters of their shield. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: keep shooting. Yeah. So yeah. that might be part of it. And there's um, no
2: sprint in the older ones. Oh, no, not So <laughs> that does get a lot of people if yeah. they're not familiar with the really old ones. Yeah.
0: So that might do it. Yeah. All right. So for me, I'm going to kick off with a controversial one. This will probably be the one we talk about the longest, at least for me. <laughs> okay. Because I know that I'm going to be defending it. (laughs) I don't know about everyone else though, (laughs) but anyway. So, starting with The Last of Us Part One, it was the first game I bought for my PlayStation Four. Was the remastered The Last of Us because I was an Xbox gamer before I got a PlayStation Four, and the story was just outstanding. Like, for those of you who don't know, HBO is actually creating a series based off of it because the storytelling was so amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Makes me a little nervous, not going to lie, because, you know, when there's a remake of a video game to a show, it's usually awful. Yeah. (laughs) But they (laughs) have a pretty great cast, honestly. Um, So, as far as the cast from the game, you have Ashley Johnson, which. you have probably heard her voice. If you are a nerd, you have heard <laughs> Ashley Johnson's voice. Yeah. Um, yes. For and, sure. Um, fantastic actress. She plays as Ellie, um, who is one of the main protagonists of the show. And then Joel is played by Troy Baker, who um, also phenomenal voice acting. It's just an amazing game. And you see like... Um, this bond built between these two characters in all of part one. And then it's a gut-wrenching ending at the very end of the first one. Mm-hmm. And it just like rips you from the inside out. Just like, oh man, like I know why that ha- I'm trying to be spoiler free. The game's been out <laughs> for over ten years. Yeah, if you haven't, <laughs> like, haven't spoiled it yet, much. you're probably yeah.
1: not going to. <laughs> yeah. Or you've seen Um, something
0: that already spoiled it for you. Yeah. Uh, However, I guess I kind of have to spoil part two. So this is your warning for part two. Spoiler alert. All right. Takes place a few years later. And also this game came out several years later. Like it was a long time coming for this game. Seven or eight, I think. Yeah. Before it came out. Anyway, so you have Troy, not Troy. (laughs) You have Joel and Ellie. They're much older now. Um, and after the first few levels of the game, these people hunt down and kill Joel, right? You know what? I should probably explain, for those of you who don't know, this is a post-apocalyptic zombie game. Yeah. I've talked so much about the storytelling. <laughs> Honestly, like, the zombies, like, don't get me wrong, they're kind of cool. They're, like, fungus-related or whatever. Anyway, like, yeah. but the storytelling is really what sticks out here. So, sorry to some of you who just are like, oh, great, zombies. Like, it was cool 12 years ago. <laughs> so, <anyway. laughs> um, but, so Joel is killed, right, early on in the game. And the entire game is based on revenge, right? So, you play as Ellie, who was your sidekick in the first game, who played with you. But you didn't play as her. I mean, you play as her in, like, 25% of the game. Um, But then this one, it kind of completely turns upon his head where you only play as her for most of it. Um, But what was really unique is it's her, like, game of revenge and her journey through that. And so you're kind of, like, morally conflicted because you're like, yeah, I loved Joel as a character. And now, like, I'm trying to kill someone else because... He died. And so at first you're just like, I really feel like I, you know, I love Joel. I got to get the bad guys, right? <laughs> but then the game makes you play as the person who killed Joel. And you find out that a decision Joel makes at the end of the first game is why this character is trying to kill Joel in this game. So really it's one of those like, when he, when it's set up, it was brilliant. Just like, oh man, that's really good. There are two things that a lot of fans were upset with. Number one, they killed Joel really early. Yeah, like right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> and so part of that, like, I can see why people were upset with that. I was upset with that. But it was also for the shock value, right? Which they hit. Like, the if yeah. the goal was to make players angry, it worked. 100%. Right? right so if this game is about hatred and revenge, like, Maybe they, they succeeded, right? <laughs> The, the part that was hard was a lot of people didn't feel like they made Joel's killers likable enough. Mm. All right, There wasn't enough bonding that built up with those characters. Yeah, a right. lot of
2: people felt like mm-hmm. you got shoved in and it's like, okay, this person just murdered mm-hmm. someone I really love and they are complete douchebags. Right. like just not There like is people. nothing yes. about these people that makes mm-hmm. me feel like they're okay because there's like one part where you go through and the group they're with they're like
0: torturing people yeah
2: and it's like these are not good people Mm. why are you trying to make me right feel for these people
0: however where i think it gets brilliant is at the same time the game makes you play as ellie Mm -hmm. who is also who is also killing and torturing people yeah she's also And and again so a lot of you might be listening to this like oh man that sounds really sadistic it's a dark, gritty game, but yeah. the storytelling is just absolutely mind-boggling. It's really, it gets you thinking a lot. Yeah. That's what I love most about it, is that it really gets you thinking. It's not just like, oh, we're all good guys. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. no, like, this is what happens. People are driven to such extremes, yeah. right? Now, I will say, it is rated M, so it's pretty graphic. Don't let your kids play it um, <laughs> until, like, they're mature enough to handle that kind of thing. But as far as the story goes, absolutely amazing, Um And I think what sticks out to me the most is at the end of the game, the reason Ellie did everything, and she's unsuccessful. At the end of the game, she winds up not killing the person who killed Joel. Hmm. She lets that person go away. And when Ellie goes back home, or whatever home is, um, she tries to play the guitar, which is what Joel taught her. But she can't. And so it's like the last tie she had to Joel... Is gone all right so full disclosure about three weeks have passed since we recorded like what i'm saying right now is three weeks later after the last thing i said and in that yeah. time i bought another board game and it completely <laughs> undid my list so sorry people when i listed my 10 things totally wrong Everything's mixed up a little bit now. However, number ten, the one that you just listened to, is still accurate. That is still in tenth place. So,
1: I also played that same game. So my list is different too. But I forgot where I was going to put it on the list. (laughs) Um, I think here is sufficient. Uh, So my number ten at this point um, is formerly Portal Two, which really cool game, really fun, Mm -hmm. messing with walls and how. Time and space, Orients. But is Roller Coaster Tycoon a PC game from mm. the mid 18th century? <laughs> um, <laughs> your goal is to have a amusement park and make money. It's uh, a tycoon. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know what it is with human beings and simulation, but there are so many <laughs> simulator games, and like, yeah, you know, honestly, I think Zoo Tycoon walked so that the rest could run. Yeah, like now we have Farm Simulator where you are a farmer. Have you seen, um, Power wash simulator. <laughs> no, that was a thing. that is another a thing. one. It's, uh, it's amazing. No,
1: the lawn mowing simulator. Yeah. I, no I, a lawn mowing simulator. There is actually. I've seen no it yeah.
0: You've got like all these old dads, just like mowing stripes oh in their gosh. artificial computer grass. All the satisfaction of mowing without mowing. <laughs> no sweat, no <laughs> grass stains. <laughs> no cut lawn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, back to the list. Yep. Number Ten, nine. Number nine
2: um number nine was the battlefront original battlefront one and two mm. For i played it on xbox um, but just super fun and set in star wars universe so even better for me oh, yeah. so just yeah great for hooking up and playing with others or even just by yourself
0: right i actually yeah. remember when revenge of the sith came out um, mm. If you put the DVD in your Xbox, you got a demo of Battlefront 2. Huh, and didn't I didn't have yeah. Battlefront 2, so I just played the same demo over <laughs> and over <laughs> again. It was so much fun. Um, so kind of a bummer that like, you could only do that level for like... You, you couldn't even finish the level. Oh, Like you, know, you could only get to a certain point in the level, so I tried to make it last as long as I could. But it was, it was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> Um, my number nine is Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, so, for those of you who don't know what that is, basically it's like post-apocalyptic world, but like humanity has gone back to a primitive state, right? And all of these animals are giant robots that are feeding off of the environment. So you have like these antler-like, or sorry, antler. Oh my gosh, deer, <laughs> deer-like robots that. Their antlers go into the earth to till the soil, to absorb the biomass, oh, right. to fuel themselves. Yeah. Right? You have these giant alligators. Like, you have all sorts of these creatures that are, like, based off of real animals. Then you have things that are completely unrealistic. Like, there's one called the Thunderjaw, which is just a giant T-Rex that shoots rockets and lasers at you. <laughs> yeah. It's It's awesome. Like, yeah. And on top of that, like, honestly, that by itself is already cool. But the yeah. story is fantastic amazing fantastic mind-boggling and Hmm. the sequel came out recently and i haven't gotten it yet but that's because (laughs) of another game on this list i think i mentioned that earlier so yeah
1: so my number nine is twilight imperium that's all i'm gonna say because Hmm. jackson would uh not i'll leave the discussion when it's my turn (laughs) yeah jackson will do it justice
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh um, my number 8 was also Horizon Zero Dawn mm. and for so many of the same reasons but it's just like it's so such a beautifully designed world like everything is just so gorgeous mm-hmm. Um, and you come across a bunch of open landscapes that are like here are like the bare bones of like what used to be skyscrapers and stuff yeah. but then you're literally fighting mechanical dinosaur robots with a bow and arrow right like because you are basically back to like Native American fighting Hmm. but against like super futuristic so it's just everything about it is just so good it's awesome so fun yeah they did a great job with that game
0: my number 8 is Marvel's Spider-Man for the Playstation 4 it is not connected to the movies at all thank you Goodness (laughs) Goodness <laughs> They wrote their own story and again like you'll notice that the past three games I've talked about including this one Story is huge for me mm-hmm. and this one is just spectacular Like I barely put it over horizon zero dawn as far as storytelling. storytelling um, Just because it's really compelling. There's really believable characters with like <laughs> awesome motives and The guy they had play Peter Parker is actually like out of all renditions of Peter Parker He is my favorite Peter Parker Oh, wow. So, like, they just did a fantastic job with them. <laughs> so.
1: All right, so my number eight is Betrayal at House on the Hill.
0: Ooh,
1: um, good. That one is fabulous for so many different ways. Because the two main... Uh, comp- not components. Uh, what's the word for uh, board games? The... Like the, the mechanics. Mechanics, thank you. Oh, yeah. So the two like main mechanics mechanics <laughs> of the game are completely randomized. Mm. Um, one randomized based on how what tile you build the house in. So for mm. any of you who have not played it, is you start with like three indi- individual pieces of this house, each like the foyer, the main level, and then the upstairs. And you build on each additional room on your turn as you move to the house and every time you reveal a tile it re- does something you get an item you um, discover an omen and if you find a certain thing in a certain room then all of a sudden one of you's a bad guy but you don't know who and it's it's great it's yeah. a randomized methodical game and every game i've played i think has been completely different and i like that
0: yeah it's mm-hmm. also where it's technically like a scary game sort mm-hmm. of it's more like Scooby Doo horror. Oh, yeah. Because, like, some of the scenarios are just like, oh, the toys come back to life and they're trying to, you know, kill you. Which, obviously, yeah. murder is not, like, a light <laughs> topic. But, like, the way they portrayed is very, you know, family yeah. friendly. It's, it, mm-hmm. you know. It is very Scooby Doo esque horror. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: no. Mice um, number seven was Darebase. Base. Mm-hmm. Um, this, a lot of people wouldn't know this one, but it's just a. It's all about. There's a lot of strategy goes, that goes into it, and it's very below the surface strategy. Uh, first time you play it, it literally just looks like a bunch of people just running around on a field. Um, but it's two teams are lined up opposing each other, and you ha- each have your dedicated line on either side of the field. If you go to the to the center portion of the field, which is like the No Man's Land, In between the two lines, you are in the play zone. And if someone comes off the other line, after you've crossed, they're fresher than you. And they can catch you. So you have to get back across your line. But if a third person were to come back across the line Mm -hmm. after they've come across, they're fresher than the other person. So it's this whole thing of trying to get people pulled off of the the other team's line. So you're using each other and yourself as bait mm-hmm. to help your teammates come off and be fresher to catch them. And the main objective is to usually get a certain amount of people in your jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so it's all about using using decoys mm-hmm. to get. So there's there's a lot of strategy that goes in very under the surface. And it's also just a lot of fun because it's just a lot of, lot of running. <laughs>
0: yeah. I so. mean, for those of you who, like, who have never played or even heard of Darebase before, you're probably just like, what in the world is he talking about? yeah congratulations you know exactly what it's like to be a first-time player at airbase yeah. Camp. but i promise yeah. when you see it in action it makes sense very quickly yeah you're just like oh okay that's yeah. how this, this yeah it's so, yeah, yeah. verbally like, it's really
2: hard to like mm. understand what is happening in the game and then you see it happen yeah like five a, minutes and it's like oh no, here we go
1: there's no turn order no by no. Any means. no it's no. just chaos Yeah. Yeah, The whole time. Like,
2: literally half of your team could just immediately rush the field. Yeah. They would all be, you know, immediately able to get picked off. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, it's just that, like, Mm -hmm. there is no order and no strategy. But if you know, and you've played the game multiple times, you can get some crazy strategies going. Oh, it's ridiculous. And it, like, so it's just one of those just, like, the game game gets deeper Mm -hmm. the more you play and the more you understand who you're playing with
1: and also really, and against. Even then, like, it's absurdly simple. Like, yeah, exactly. What do you do, run?
2: You run. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I'm right, fresher yeah. than you, you're fresher <laughs> than me. Okay.
0: Yeah, and, you know, for those of you who are not like, if you're like, oh, I'm not very fast, I probably can't play. Like, no, though, there is, again, that's part of the strategy. Uh, because if someone is running at you as fast as they can, even if they're faster than you, if you time it just right, they're not going to be able to stop on a dime and run away. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they have cleats, it helps. Yeah, but even then, there is those few seconds where like plenty of time to catch them. Yeah, so, Darebase camp favorite, awesome game. It's fantastic. So, if I gotta
1: make Darebase any better, playing it in the mud. <laughs> Is, uh, yeah. It improves <laughs> it significantly
2: because you just you can't turn you, you can't just turn and
1: it gives not. you full permission
0: just to like completely lay out exactly exactly yeah and you do get points if you knock them out <laughs> just, no that's kidding, not true there's, no that no, there's no points there's no points might be a house rule but it's not our house rule <laughs> <laughs> all right carry so on. number seven for me um, this was my introduction into wargaming um, specifically individual battle wargaming right. Um, and it's a song of ice and fire, the tabletop miniatures game, um, and miniature war games. Like you buy all these minis and then you paint them. For those of you who don't know, that's like one of my favorite things to do is painting minis. I love it. Right. Um, and so you get like dozens and dozens of these forces and you move them around. You know, it's based off of, you know, the the game of Thrones, um, George R. R. Martin's books. Um and just the battling is really unique it's really interesting medieval warfare um you get to build your own armies um and you move them instead of like having an actual board you Mm -hmm. like move them about as far like you measure distance in inches Mm -hmm. right like this one's movement is five so that's five inches it can move this direction Mm -hmm. you know it takes into account armor and you know how good they are at attacking, what range they have, their morale, you know, things like that. It's, it's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And this one also adds a strategic um, element to it where there's also people behind the scenes who are not at the battle who can motivate the troops in other ways or mm-hmm. debilitate the enemy. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: really interesting. My number seven
1: is Battletech. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Jackson owns this game, and mm. that's the game that was added to his list, um, yep. so I'll let him do the talking there, too, because why ruin it? You'll hard. have to fill in, too. So. Oh, yes, oh, I yeah. <laughs> Uh
2: My number six was football, mm. just um, specify American football. Um, mm-hmm. Just, yeah,
0: it's just a lot of fun. You, you know, go. I heard that the U.S. dollar is worth more than the euro now, <laughs> so and now because yeah. of that, football is American football. Yeah. And they have to specify European football for soccer now. Yeah. You're lying. No, I'm totally kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to specify that because yeah. we literally just decided yeah. to change it. It's called soccer now, globally. <laughs> like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. The Euro <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. That was number six? Uh, you're six
0: now, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Number six for me is actually one I haven't played in a little while. Um but I have fond memories of it and I remember playing it several times in a row, which is ridiculous cause it's kind of a long game <laughs> and that's merchants and marauders. Oh, yeah. So it game. takes place in the Caribbean or Caribbean depends on what kind of person you are. Uh, <laughs> and you can be a merchant or a marauder, right? And so basically, you know, I think, you know, the height of piracy in the Caribbean, you choose your captain, your ship, and then you sail around Um, attaining glory so you're running missions you're selling goods you're going on quests you're fighting other people Um, they also have like a system where like there's a the the board game plays against you as well so it's not just you playing with other players but also there's like the the British or the Spanish or the Dutch have their ships that are moving each turn and depending on like well if you're a pirate they will probably try to hunt you down to turn in the bounty for you. But if you're a merchant, they're probably not going to bother you. Unless your home nation is at war with their home nation. Um, and so there's you know all sorts of really interesting mechanics to it. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. It's a really game. Mm-hmm.
1: So number six for me is Minecraft. Mm. Um, the Xbox version, because that's the only one I've ever played. Mm. Um <clears throat> It, I know it's come a long way since I've last played it, especially yeah. for PC. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, it is a cube-based sandbox game. That's yeah. about it. I mean, yeah. real world, you can do whatever, you can build whatever. Mm. Uh, I think the joy of it was the instantaneous of simulation, but also in a somewhat absurd way. Like, seeing yeah. everything in cube form is yeah. Yeah. not yeah. realistic. Yeah. yeah. But there's still trees. Sort of. Right. And yeah. Uh, yeah, the idea of like, oh, i want to go find diamonds. Like, yeah. that's wild. That's like, I don't get to go mining on a casual day. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, so, but else, that's also, again, the premise of the game is yeah. you mine crafts. So, like, you mine things to build things, and you can't just uh, yeah. really, really build things in an
0: afternoon. No. So, yeah. Right. You're There's also people yeah. who have like modified the game to give it like absolutely gorgeous graphics. Yeah. But it's still squares. Yeah. Which is just hilarious to me. It's like, man, this looks so realistic. Except for the fact that everything's a block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah.
2: Yeah, and the beauty with Minecraft is literally the, the only thing keeping you back is your own imagination. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it's like, literally, if you can think it, there is a way. And it may take you forever,
1: but you can build it. So there was a guy recently who made minecraft myself in minecraft <laughs> yeah like he programmed a computer oh wow in minecraft which you're for anyone that doesn't know you're dealing with basically the simplest form of coding possible it's yeah. just it's just a, a digital switch either it's on or it's off yeah I don't yeah. know how he pulled it off um but he made a like computer monitors like with a keyboard and mouse and everything and wow. depending me like what button he pressed would move the minecraft screen within the minecraft game that you were playing yeah wow it, it was, took him probably oh
2: uh, years he's I, probably been working on it since it minecraft came out yeah. oh, like oh it's ridiculous that's but yeah. crazy
0: so yeah that's my yeah. number six all right so that's our bottom five um, but we've already kind of taken forty minutes of your time, so we're gonna save the discussion on our top five for next episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tune in next time on overcomplicated.